Roger, roger. Roger, roger. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Roger, roger. As always, I'm Derek. This is Charles here, guys. Super excited to get into the ninth and final episode of Star Wars Visions here on the Roger Roger podcast. I'm speaking, I am not of course, super excited. of Akakiri. I'm excited to talk about this episode. I, I really enjoyed this episode, but yeah, it's sad that we've, that sad. we've reached the end. Yeah. yeah, maybe season two. Maybe season two will be back. I'd love and, it. you know, we'll find ways to talk about some of these episodes again, I'm sure. But yes, this is our last episode discussion because there's no more episodes after this. This is the last one. We might do a tier list. A little, uh, or like a ranking. I don't want to do a tier list. I want to do like a ranked <laughs> list. I think that's just more interesting. But that's fair. Uh, because they're all good. So I, I think you'll get more diversity. By doing ranked over tiered, yeah. but that's just me. Uh, let's get into. I don't want to sell this one short. This is Akakiri, and wow, I was really impressed by this one for a lot of reasons. But I'm just, just like I'm interested to get your initial reaction. But for me, I was very very impressed. Yeah, no, this episode it was very I. I kind of understand why they saved this one for last. I initially, watching through, I was like, "Why isn't the Ninth Jedi last?" That kind of seems like it would be the, you know, the it ends on that kind of note. But mm-hmm. this one kind of hits in a different way. It's a very this is a very interesting episode. I really enjoyed it. It was a little darker. Yeah, was, I was going to say it's very mature, yeah, which I like about it. Not just mature in like its content, but mature in like the its feel. Story storytelling and its delivery yeah. of the plot is like really really uh mature yeah and the style it's got a another you know another animation style that we haven't seen it's not um it, it's just so different than the other ones too yeah, it's very unique fully realized art conception it's almost like uh storybook with these like brown pages almost yeah. and we're kind of flipping through it and then there's you know, we'll get to this in the plot but in the end it gets very red which mm-hmm. i loved so yeah let's like let's the first thing i want to do before we get too far into it is i do want to shout out like the director in this is absolutely amazing her name is uh yu young Choi. i'm gonna say is how you pronounce that and uh she's the co-founder of science saru she's originally korean and then went mm-hmm. to japan to co-fund an animation studio and she's a producer and then she stepped into the director role for this episode and she was highly influenced by kurosawa which we were talking about yep like how star wars was influenced by those films and then now you know we're, we're seeing that full cycle we've said that i think every episode of vision so far <laughs> um but in this case his name came up explicitly and even one of his films, Hidden Fortress, was, was like, basically, we told the story of Hidden Fortress, but our own way using Star Wars right. elements, which which I'm was like, a huge influence on Lucas as well, specifically Hidden Fortress, I think. Right. So I'm like, we got to see Hidden Fortress is what I'm taking away. Like, this made me want to hey, watch it so bad. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I, a Kurosawa episode is in the agenda somewhere. I haven't, you know, planned it out yet, but it's uh, it's something I've been wanting to do for a while now. Yeah, well, we should do it soon because this episode I just thought was really fantastic for a whole lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. But let's like 
I guess, get into it from the beginning. You have like this really interesting hand-drawn characters that kind of stick out in front of their backgrounds and they move in kind of a like a unnatural like animation style but it works it's like really calculated and these characters have so much detail to them and intricacy to them their facial expressions have like shadowing under their eyes and lines and like background colors change and and He's, he's having these like weird hallucinations and like everything's happening very very fast and it and it all looks very mature and dark and detailed yeah. and I'm I mean, just fully engrossed in it and they don't too, yeah, and know? nothing's like they, no one says a word and I'm fully engrossed in it yeah you're thrown in mm-hmm. you're thrown in for sure and uh, you have a Jedi who is very clearly he's like oh not again and he's like breaking into these hallucinations which we'll call Akakiri uh, that's the name of the episode and um He's fighting off these like raiders, I guess. <laughs> You're kind of they're kind of like sand people-y of this planet, right. maybe. Right. Like it's kind of the vibe I got. Right, right. And he's saved by um by the princess and these two these two guides, these navigators. But what's interesting mm-hmm. is even in like when you you see through the eye of the of the Jedi which is very close to I see through the lies of the Jedi. <laughs> you see through the eye of the Jedi, and you even like they drew like the little like the long strangly like eyelashes as he's closing his eyes. Something about these details that they put in, yeah. they're kind of like not necessarily ugly, but you know they're made to look gritty, un- unflattering. Yeah, gr- gritty, and it just just and kind of haggard as well. Like they're very unkempt and tired and rugged and. It's all gets into these moments, but yeah, so that's all happening in these early moments. And I think this is, I didn't listen to the English dub, but isn't, um, what's his face in this George Decay? Isn't he in this one? <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't super like noticeable. It might've been, I I'm mean, pretty it's not, sure he's in one of them and I think it's yeah. this one. It's not like he goes, oh, my, you know, it's not like yeah. that. So he's just, he's actually just vo- voice acting then. So I didn't really, mm-hmm. didn't, you know, throw itself at me. Right. So anyway, you have this cast, right? You have the Jedi character who looks a little worse for wear. You have the exiled princess and they have a history, which is very mm-hmm. fascinating. And then you have the guides who are kind of like these comic relief characters that, uh, you know, in the behind the scenes, the Star Wars producers were like, oh, it's like R2-D2 and uh, C-3PO. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, I, I, I mean, they're comic kind relief, of. kind of. They're funny. I think it's a bit of a stretch. They're kind of yeah. their own thing, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So but, they, this I think is where the, they, the, oh. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to talk about, you know, the reason why he's on the planet. He came back to right. help, you know, he help his old friend or his old flame. We don't really know the full story there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, him and the princess's dynamic is very interesting. Right. And I get, get Anakin Padme vibes where it's like he was charged with watching her and they developed some kind of attachment. Relationship, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there's this line like, oh, who would have thought that? there'd be a Sith hidden among the royal family, right? So they're getting the dialogue across. They're in this cave, and it's like, why is the princess carrying a bow? Which is, you know, it's a great way of world building and 
putting some context to these characters without straight up saying like, and that's why you have to take up the bow so you could defend your yeah. family. It's like, you know, he knows her, he has a history with her and he's curious as to why she's carrying a bow. And then he's worried, like, you're not going to fight. Are you like, and then she's way more confident. She's like, dude, where have you been? I've been fighting like this for a long time now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just saved your ass. So it's like, right. so it's like, uh, um, so, reality check. Yeah, you know, exactly. You've been gone for a so while. I just love how rich, these moments are and when you have a short story where it can be hard to to have complex characters and tell a story without making it super exposition-y like i think of the elder where it's like oh have you been to the outer rim before yeah. it's just you know it's just like i, I feel like this does it just a slight bit the more maturely is excellent yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because i mean right off the bat you already get kind of like a ronin vibe from our jedi here mm-hmm. and he's you know in the in his you know visions of the past he is you know clean cut put together here even on arrival he is like you said scraggly looking it looks like it kind of implies to me he's a wandering jedi after well after order 66 in the you know or whatever version of that happened in this world in this galaxy and he's like lost without a purpose and it's very hard to get by and survive and you kind of pick up on all that right before the you know before it even starts Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it's it's somehow manages to create these moments and tell exposition at the same time, which is what I think a really masterfully written script is capable of yeah. doing. Um, I think they had the benefit of saying, look, we're just going to tell the Hidden Fortress story and go from there. But even still, when you have to edit it down to 12 minutes or whatever it is, 13 minutes and tell like you're with your own characters it's very impressive so yeah i i think of all of these this had one of the better script writers uh of all of these episodes like it's really tight at 13 minutes and it's really in-depth and mature as well in terms of content so overall incredibly well done so they do have this moment where they're then on the road and it's like, who is that guy? It's like, oh, he's a Jedi. It's like a Jedi. What's he doing out here? It seems kind of suspicious. He's <laughs> like, uh, um, he helped us five years ago and we were attacked. And then the guy's like traveled all this way by himself. I don't know. So, so um, yeah, you get these moments. And uh, then he's like, do they really need to be here? And then she goes yeah they're guides that we have no idea where we're going and there's checkpoints everywhere and they can sneak us through so right. it's, they it's, know the terrain yeah they it's know like the rules. cool 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 yeah 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 it's very cool yeah it's the smugglers basically you mm-hmm. know classic mm-hmm. and yeah <laughs> we get we get that scene on the mountain too yeah the mountain after they get cool. through a couple of checkpoints we see a little montage of i think two checkpoints right a little and paying you off yeah, and you get the sense also that this Jedi's been gone for a long time because he's like, why do you need guides to go back to your own home? Right. And he's like, dude, <laughs> the Empire's yeah. everywhere. Um, right. And they're searching for you guys. So. And I've been exiled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. right, right, right. And then they like they take these character moments to sing, and they sing very poorly, but... There's some sense of like camaraderie around it. It's yeah. funny. Um, they're singing a protection song, and everyone's worried that they're going to get heard. And by being heard, you'd be attacked. So it's kind of funny. Um, 
yeah, and they, you know, it shows some really great shots of like an Africa-looking setting sun, and you've got like the rivers and yeah. like, I don't the know, art they, style in this is really good. It just moves, and yeah. it's it's really fascinating to see. I don't know. I was just like engrossed in this whole thing, even though there wasn't like mm-hmm. it wasn't like um, I keep going back to the twins where there is a lot to look at. It it moves at a much slower pace, but you're still like focused in on it. You're like, I need to, I need to just take this in right now. <laughs> like stuff yeah, is happening. And the dialogue is used sparingly too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when something needs to be said, it's said, it's not, like you said, it's tight. It's not just bombarding you with information. It's, it's very, it's very cinematic. It's one of the more cinematic ones out of all of these. Agreed. So I kind of just, I almost want to fast forward to, you know they to getting to the uh, the palace, right? They the, get to the, the palace uh, and they kind of they kind of reminisce. Um, which... Well, before that, I want to mention real quick that, like you said, the background kind of changes as we go along too. You know, we have yeah. the setting suns. We get the scene on the mountain. We get the it gets everything gets darker, and that kind of permeates through the rest of the um, the rest of the like a short film until we get all the red. Right. So right. that, you know, it kind of amps up without, you know, in the back of your mind, you kind of feel it <laughs> without them like directly relay, you know, relaying the information to you. Right, right. The tension kind of. Mm-hmm. Agreed completely. And they play on the visuals a little bit. They have our comic relief characters dress up as our main characters and mm-hmm. lure off the guys. And that was kind of fun they like you know lit the things on fire pushed them down like a lot's happening on their on their journey here but it ultimately gets them to uh the temple and you know the princess is using the crossbow and she's killing dudes and they have this moment where they reminisce which i find very interesting like it all first of all it all goes to this much brighter blue and the character design is so different like they look regal and clean and happier and like yeah. smoother and younger and uh i don't know it's a great look he looks more like what you'd expect a, a jedi look like he looks kind of like obi-wan when he's all outfitted up right <laughs> so you like to see that halfway in now they talked about how they used to know each other and have a thing but to then see it contextualized i thought halfway in was a really great i don't idea like a great right, storytelling yeah. Especially right in the middle of this action where, you know, they're infiltrating the fortress and, um, you know, they just killed a bunch of people They're and it, it cuts to, you know, a happier time in their lives. Right. And, and they're uh, right about to know. face the big bad, too. And, right. and they're this is like their last moment of peace before they go in and have the big showdown. The head honcho. The, against the head honcho. Yeah. Yeah. So... And then, the, you know, they're having this playful banter about like, oh, you like, aren't you supposed to be working or something? And he's like, I am. And I'm, I'm watching you. And she's like, OK, whatever. It doesn't seem like much work <laughs> to me. And uh, they're talking about stability. They're talking about peace. Um, and that you could it's the themes that we've seen a bunch of times uh, but it's yeah. not really overstated it's like oh i'm thinking about peace and stability and the price it would take to get there cut to present day and they look a little worse for wear and they are about to engage in combat 
with our main villain here, who also is another great character. <laughs> yeah, a lot of depth to this character. character. Um, I believe her name is Misago. Misigo. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and her character design Mis- is Mis- is off the Mis- charts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she kind of has like a. I believe it's called an oni oni. Uh, it's like a Japanese demon devil, and that's kind of what her face looks like. They're usually, I think, masks, but mm-hmm. she kind of just looks like that. And that's such a cool play on the, you know, evil dark side, evil Sith. Right, and she's such and, a hulking yeah, presence, it's so, too. so traditional uh, Japanese, like, lore. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks really like a warrior king kind of thing, too, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And... Even then, the Jedi's like, "You need to leave this planet now." And then she goes, um, "Oh, more it's of like, that Jedi no benevolence." Chance, yeah, <laughs> she's like, like, "Are you stupid?" Yeah, she disses the Jedi right away, which is like, "Yes, <laughs> I've yeah. always felt that way." So then they duel. Uh, yeah, the duel is pretty cool. Like, it's pretty awesome. It, I don't know. They they move fast, and mm-hmm. it's almost like blur effects, and really the first use of like really bright colors with the lightsabers, which mm-hmm. really stands out. Um, I also like how this is how a ruler or a you know evil ruler or a Sith would actually fight. Like she fights dirty, like right off the bat. Like you know, get she brings in the other guards. She takes, you know, captures the princess. They, you know, you know, in the end, they swap her out with a mask. You know, this isn't just like well, oh, yeah, how the we'll elder would be. Like, you know, let's just straight up fight. It's like no, that's not right. Right. You take every advantage you could possibly get, and th- right. that's what you know she does. Like they exchange blows for a little bit, but it's not like a full blown duel because right. you know our villain has people at knife point and is like you like you're why you're would done. she bother yeah right, like yeah. if if you keep fighting i'll just kill them so he he gives up it's and not then they like have you know forming the circle destiny. and everybody runs at him at you know one at a time yeah. right <laughs> right or it's not like leave him to quick. me i'll handle it yeah. <laughs> no right. it's like you're it's like look this is the limits limitations of the jedi's power was what she said of like mm-hmm. you you're gonna throw the fight just because of the weakness of other people uh if you and then she's like if you allow it the dark side will awaken the true power that lies she played him like a fiddle yeah she knew what the jedi would do it's like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna let this person die to kill me and get me off the planet you're gonna lay down your arms 100 percent. right and then she's like it's your destiny it's like where have we heard this before very palpatine anakin vibes here um, but I mean, straight up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it later. <laughs> you will join me. It's written. It's your destiny. And then he has right. this Akakiri moment where he's fighting off this vision. Um, and then it cuts to a, it's really a little like interesting... Yoda vibe there. You know, yeah. if you leave, um, your training won't be complete. You need to stay. And he's like, I, I have to go. Yeah, and then we have this really interesting scene, which even in the behind the scenes, they were like, we debated if we should include this or not. But it does kind of explain what's going on a little bit more. You can see what whoever his master is, who kind of looks like Palpatine, not going to lie. They're having an exchange. He's like, I have these visions, sir, of that of someone being killed repeatedly over and over. And again, remember who else had a conversation in a dark room about like horrible visions of death right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and yoda, yoda yeah. vibes exactly. at the wazoo yeah mm-hmm. um he's like oh you should 
you should avoid temptation. It's clouding your judgment. You know, you shouldn't be, um, you shouldn't be going down that path kind of a thing. Right. Uh, so that idea of toying with destiny and, um, after that I mean, vision, in this case, he was right. <laughs> I loved this moment. Like everything goes red. Yeah. Right. This guy's like, I refuse to submit to that destiny and to serve you and all that. It's just not going to happen. And so everything gets red. His eyes go red and he just starts murking all these guards. But then um, through the force, our villain does the old switcheroo and she like throws the princess in with the guards wearing the mask. And I was genuinely in this moment, Derek, I was genuinely shocked. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, it was incredibly well done. Um, because you know he is using the dark side at this moment. He is he's enraged. He's taking. It seems know, that in your anger you have killed her. Right. <laughs> but only in this case it actually makes sense. Yeah, right. It's, it's done well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it like this was I one of the things. You. Yeah, in the prequels, but that scene bothered me so much. And it's like she's losing yeah. the will to live, and she just it's like okay, that's Anakin's fault. But right. um, in this, he straight up kills her, and it's shocking. And it's yeah. through his use of the dark side. And I loved this scene so much. I just didn't think Star Wars would ever go there. I really well, didn't. That's what we were hoping from um, what with the Elder what episode was. Yeah, with the Elder, where they killed the Padawan, but yeah. they didn't kill the Padawan. Like, they kind of was... went there, yeah, and in this one, they straight yeah. up did too, but then, you know, it gets rewritten also. Yeah, but, but... That's so, that works so well for this story. That's one of the, the ending of this just, it just, it's unreal. It's so good. Yeah, the and, ending is know, incredible. Yeah. This scene, so, first yeah. of all, where he's like murking all the guards, and then you just hear a female yeah. scream. And like a helpless body, like falling, and, and it rips him out of this in the like the Hulk mode he was in, you know. And you you realize you realize what's happening along with him, and it's that realization, and it's just so well done, and such a fantastic yeah. like reveal. Um, you know, I thought the Ninth Jedi had a great reveal as well, but I think this one takes the cake. I mean, this is this was. Um, yeah, I, I really did not expect this uh right. which is a rare thing to catch me these days w- with surprises like that uh, well it's it's good with star wars because you kind of always think you know what they're gonna do and yeah. when somebody has real creative control and they could just do something <laughs> th- they can actually just do something it's not gonna be like okay well and it's gonna not be just fine. do something no, no, that's no, no, super no. weird and throws everything out the window to catch you by right. surprise it's <laughs> right <laughs> it's not let's make a horrible movie for no reason yes <laughs> <laughs> to trick people got them yeah um, it's not it's, it's, it's surprising yeah, it's, in its delivery and it actually doubles right. down and on the, the theme of the episode perfect. the theme right. of the episode and the theme of the dark side and right dare i say it's a better fall to the dark side than anakin's in episode three because this is um, everything episode yeah. three could have promising yeah. to do it's like look in your anger you've killed her but if you join me like we can with the power of the dark side bring her back right. which is something which is that totally Palpatine gets thrown was, out yeah. the window but it was like it's a good pitch like i always liked that about episode right. three i was like that would be a strong enough compulsion for anakin to switch but then it's totally thrown out the window um and misago is like a better palpatine in situation. like look we can do this together like fulfill your destiny and become my right hand and we can we can 
take like, over imp- the galaxy. Like, we can become super powerful and we can bring people back to life and bring order to the galaxy and protect the planet, which is like that's always been the dark side pitch. And it's like right. now look what you've done. You killed her. Are you going to finally come to your senses and right. like bring her you back? You could save her yeah. and lose yourself or lose her and yourself. So he goes, oh, I know, you know, again, you're playing me like a fiddle. I'm going to save her and lose myself. Right, and that's because, what he does. But then he, I love this too. He goes, she's dead. And then he, um, oh, he goes, she's dead. And then the villain goes, are you sure? Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, and then that was such a good moment of like, oh, like you're, you're selling them. You're, you're, the pitch is working. <laughs> and uh, everything is bright red in these scenes, which is fantastic. And it's like, why don't we try and save her together? And he's like, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And then nothing is spoken. There's no music. It's very quiet. And he yeah. just goes, please help me save her, my master. And yeah. then. Also, the music very the whole time I, I thought was really well done. It's very understated and um, it's super. But understated. it's like trance atmospheric. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like puts you in a trance. Like do 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 I I think it, the music could have been done better. Personally, it could I think a more traditional uh, Japanese music vibe that we've seen in some of the other episodes. Um, yeah, I can see that. It, I, I think yeah. they were allocating their resources appropriately and maybe pulled back a little bit on the music. But if you were going to pull back, at least make it something unique. And I do. I think it's. I, I'm so, I, am I like that these moments are quiet. You're a fan of the music. Yeah, well, I like I, the lack of music more. I, it's not, yes, the music I like bad, it because but... it's understood. Like, do we really need another symphonic orchestra with a pan flute? Like, <laughs> we've heard no, that. No, but I think like a, like maybe two instruments or three guys playing like a and I like think a also Japanese, understating like, the music doubles down on it? the drama. It becomes yeah, almost theatrical. You could theatrical. do that with like two instruments, like like yeah, uh, three really um, traditional Japanese instruments, and I think that would like whatever the Japanese sitar is. You know, we've heard it a right. bunch of times in these episodes. Um, mm-hmm. But and I think personally, I think that would have sounded a little better. But um, I, don't I, mind I, I didn't. Dislike I don't mind the transiness yeah, and it, yeah. understatedness of this score, because, especially in these moments where he's converting. Like the music doesn't really change from when. They were adventuring together to when yeah. he's converting to the dark side. Like in episode three, it was like, dun, 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 dun. It's like, arise, Lord Beta. Like none of that. It's like dead <laughs> silent. It's like boom, 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 no! boom, 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 boom. And he's like, help me. And yeah. then they join hands. Some kind of mystic power thing happens. The force both their healing hands there was come, very cool. It was yeah, done the, well. Both hands come down together. And they bring, uh, they bring the princess back. And have then... I ever uh, told you the tragedy of Darth Misago the Wise? <laughs> <laughs> she it's... could even save people from death. <laughs> Ironic, he could save others from dying, but not herself. And you guys can't see. Actually, them she's killing. It. She's head doing... turns. She's yeah. the uh, the Sith Lord that. Unlike Palpatine, Palpatine she's actually delivering. Want to be. Yeah, she's killing it. Right. <laughs> she's doing, she's killing it and Jedi. bringing him back. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> kill, yeah. Well, she's not doing the killing. Get to right. your apprentice too. 
Right. But yeah, so that scene was very good. And then I and love then... every stylistic oh. choice here. They come back, and then the villain just walks away, <laughs> like just yeah. leaves, like not surprised, not being like, "Don't you follow. see now?" Yeah, he she's oh, like beautiful. Like I won a long time ago. Like, like she's. I won when you showed up. Yeah, that's the hard part. And he just gives up. He knows he's like, "I've lost my. I'm done." Right. But at least I saved her. And the princess and is like in tears, and he just walks away, no goodbye, no she, nothing. Yeah, she realizes her head is like mm-hmm. his head is sagging down. He puts the hood up, like he's totally closed off, and yep. he's gone. He just goes away, leaving the princess. Cut to credits. Yeah, it's like wow. Like when that ended, I was like, wow. Okay, I was like that, and then that was like way more impactful than i was expecting in the end you know it yeah it was a good last episode yeah for sure you know i i think it was either this one or the ninth jedi to be the last episode and if the ninth jedi was going to get a movie or a series it would be the last episode but if that's just going to be a standalone little thing by itself then i think this was you know, somebody, right. you know, paid a lot of attention to keeping this one as the last one because it yeah. really, it really works. But it's odd that it ends. I mean, it ends so like sad. We've had yeah. what? I two, mean, this one and Lock two episodes Nocho. in a row. Yeah. yeah, that are just bummers. Yeah, and really uh, Star Wars usually maybe. doesn't end on a bummer. But you know, um, yeah, I'm I don't know if I would have had Lapanocho be number eight, but I think someone was having a gaffe with uh, making Ocho. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Some, right. Yeah. But otherwise, I probably would have swapped Elder and um, Lapanocho. So you went from Toby to Lapanocho to Elder to Akagiri. Yeah. I think that would be good. You kind of transition from least to most artsy fartsy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this episode is the most artsy fartsy of all of them, and that's why I flip and loved it. Yeah. Um, you, there was so much here. That you know, you could tell that they watched episode three and they were also kind of frustrated <laughs> and then made this because right, they're again. like George, they use the same source material as George Lucas, which is yeah. the funny thing, you know. Yeah, so exactly. they're like, hey, well, we're we're just gonna do it a little better, <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, okay, we saw what you did. Here's how we can improve this. It. Like, right. what if and we, we're not ripping yeah. on the prequels. We did no, go no, no. watch the whole. We did a lot of talks on the prequels, and we we explained our thoughts. Love um, the prequels. I, I wouldn't clearly, change yeah. anything about them. I right. just like the the thing that rubbed me the wrong way about episode three was like, like oh, you killed her when it really wasn't that clear. In this, he straight up kills her with a sword, but by accident. Um, So he was tricked, which I love. And then it's like, oh, we can save her, which they actually do in this also. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Really beautiful. Well, to be fair, Padme couldn't have existed in Star Wars. She had to die. Yes, but you can somehow address that more directly. Oh, then, for sure. But yeah. I mean, they that movie was already three hours long. They had so much to cover. Like, I'm right. not saying that well, they should have done anything differently. Release the four hour cut. That's what I've been <laughs> Release saying. the Lucas I want cut. <laughs> I want the Lucas cut. Who would have thought we'd say that all these years later? <laughs> uh, no, I really don't think anybody. <laughs> I would love to see a four hour cut of uh, of episode three. That would be super sure. awesome. Uh, I think it would be better than Justice League four hour cut. Like, come on. I so, never saw it. I mean, it's cool to see. 
it it set some good precedent for like this could be done like it's possible mm-hmm. but you know that movie was like 20 years ago now so you can't like bring the characters it, back for reshoots yeah it's it's not gonna happen um we yeah, could all... they could just like release what they have you know kind yeah, of like and you can like in. digitally you know with all their face swap stuff which we did an episode on that too the deep fake oh. technology in star wars they could do it so no I think but disney keeps the they, even they Lucas, have the obviously. vault right they preserve these yeah. things and it's like well do we they? stand by these things well maybe not star wars traditionally but disney change them like yeah disney does so but yeah i don't think that ever and the, the episodes are so like I don't know. There's such a weird thing about them where they have to be. They have such like gravitas and weight right. that, it, like releasing, it's not like, hey, here's Lord of the Rings extended edition. Yeah. Um, even though like that has, I mean, it's the best example of an extended thing ever made. Uh, right. It helps when you film that originally and then I have to cut it down and then you're allowed to put it all back. But yeah. um, Anyway, that's all but to say... But I would say, just be curious to see it, is all. Yeah, that's all to say that I was super impressed with Akakiri. Mm-hmm. Um, very art house, very mature, very um, almost therapeutic for me in a way to explore... <laughs> little catharsis. These, yeah, a little catharsis here yeah. to explore this, like, you killed her by going to the dark side, we can bring her back, like, and all the weight and the consequence that comes with that and how it's like a monkey's paw situation of, like... You get what you want, but it's at what cost? At the yeah. yeah, at what cost? And they were talking about that too. Remember, because the princess was saying like, "Oh, at what cost would it take to bring peace and stability to this land?" And then now you have the villain being like, "Come, let's bring peace and stability together." You know, it's very understated and yeah, and so and that's why I keep going back to mature. It's like it doesn't yeah. have to over-explain these themes and make the connections like cut to the end of the elder where it's like oh he lost because he was old and powers like passed down and if you remember that then you'll always you know be in tune with the force it's like this movie doesn't have to say anything it's silent well Lapinocho did a similar thing as well you know yes Lapinocho also was like you need to bring her back and it's like there's more to blood than well also the monkey's paw type of thing like mm. and we I think we saw it in another episode too where hey we need to fight the empire well we have that's to do the, the right tragedy thing, of the dark side right people are attracted yeah. to it because of their pursuit of power and sometimes their pursuit of power is to protect people right uh, and that's how the dark side kind of tempts people and I think that was a compelling narrative for a lot of these stories, which I loved to see. And I think this one yeah. was it was so beautiful the way they did it. And and I really appreciate one that stands on its own and lets much like our villain here stands on doesn't need to be like, ha ha, ha I've won. Rise, Lord Vader. It just walks away. I know. Like, it's it's like not I love looking that. at an explosion. It's like you you just I like look to cool. be shown, not told. And this has done yeah. the more of that than anything. And anime is not a very they love to tell an anime, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I my personal taste, I love to be shown things and left to mull it over and this was so rich mm-hmm. with that kind of delivery and storytelling that man, what a great ride. And well, what it a brings strong back, end. Yeah, it brings back to where um you know, she didn't, you know, she fought him for a little bit, but then, like, say, hey, I'm going to, if we don't stop, I'm just going to kill these guys. Yeah. And, she, you know, the whole thing, it was from the start of the fight, the second they showed up, she knew she won. Right. Oh, they yeah. They just needed to show up. And the whole thing was kind of just a plot to get him to change. And that, 
um, just kind of seeing that, kind of realizing that as it happens, mm-hmm. like at the same time he does, is one of the best parts of it. Oh yeah, it's really incredible. Great villain, best villain yeah. in the whole in this whole series too. Although Easily. the one in the duel and the elder, I mean, I love those villains too, but this is such they're a good action villains. Yeah. She's yeah. Misago is a better like emperor you know yeah, what i mean kurosawa villain <laughs> yeah like um, a bet a more a better written villain versus like somebody that can like a well-designed you know, character awesome. to be in a yeah. fight scene yeah right yeah there's a difference there's a difference but they're both equally fantastic what a ride we have been on with star oh, yeah. wars vision so many wonderful animation studios so many creative minds so many different lenses in which to look through Star Wars and uh, I it's a great series um, yeah I, I, I really hope we see more of this me too I, I feel like this was a really great precedent that Star Wars said of like hey we want to tell more mm-hmm. creative off the wall stories that aren't pressured by living up to or being in connection with the Star Wars the Skywalker saga like or having to engage with canon you know, now video games have that issue too, because now right. everything has to be canon. But yeah. um, I would love to see another season of this as is, or even, um, brand, you know, I love the anime angle because I'm a big anime fan, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's one of the most, you know, the hottest types of media out right now, um, especially in the younger demographic. But um, you know, go live action shorts that are non-canon. I just love the idea of give, handing uh, the non-canon. keys over to a creative mind mm-hmm. to, to drive around for a while and just enjoy it. And I think In that, any medium, if anything, you know? it builds up Star Wars as this prestigious thing that inspires Absolutely. creators and inspires creativity and inspires storytelling. And, and so many of these and like directors of these shorts have like the first thing they said is like, Oh, I watched Star Wars as a kid and was very inspired and now I'm in art and I make stories and to make Star yeah. Wars is a huge honor. So it's like you need I know there was one guy that. that like moved to Japan, learned Japanese and became That's the Toby learned- guy. And learned how to he animate. He was Spanish, yeah. Yeah, he was, I was like, what a guy, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and Toby like, was want, one yeah, of the crea- most creative guy, episodes so I've did. seen, yeah. <laughs> to- like, Toby was really beautiful in terms beautiful. of yeah, just, like, pure mm-hmm. artistry. Um, and it was off-the-walls creative on that one, which I loved. So, yeah, it was all... A lot really, of good visions. Really good visions, for sure. And so, well-named. Would you rather um, an anime season two, or would you like any other medium? Or would, do you not care as I long just as you say, get more? I just say more, and whoever wants to make it in whatever style they want to make it, just let them do it. And if it's more anime, cool. If someone wants to do CGI, if someone wants to do live action, like give them the keys to the castle, or give them the keys to the car, let them drive it around. Give them know? the keys to the fortress. Yeah, the fortress. Let the them. Um, let's see what comes of it, and yeah, that's all I want. To, I just want to see creators doing what they want to do, uh, yeah. and if that's anime, great. Um, if that's the way that they have to spin it to package it together as an anthology, fine. Uh, but if there's opportunities to get other storytellers, creators, artists out there to do their thing, I'd just love to see it. Um, so, yeah, big fan. Love Akakiri. Love Visions. And I think we're going to do one more where we rank the episodes. And it's going yeah, to be very hard. <laughs> it's like, I've already tried, but there's like the middle of the pack is just so difficult because 
they're all good. So it's like, man, the well, one so that's in the, seventh the and the end. one that's in third are like, they're so close together <laughs> in good terms of being good. Um, but even like the worst episode is still not bad. That's right. the problem. There's right. no like, oh, these are the three you put at the bottom because they sucked. And then these are the three you put at the top. There's such like intricacies and, you know, yeah. something does something just come so down to well, personal preference, you know? Yeah. I wonder how close we are. I feel like we, I don't know. I feel like I feel we're like going to be close be cl- on a lot of them, but I think there's a few that we're going to be way off. <laughs> that's Maybe. okay. And that's okay. Um, but we'll have to find out next time on the Roger Roger podcast. Yeah. See you guys. Goodbye. Roger Roger. Roger Roger. Roger Roger.